KBCS HD1 Bellevue, Seattle, Tacoma, a broadcast service of Bellevue College since 1973. I'm Yuko Kodama. On February 19, 1942, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed Executive Order 9066. This kicked off the forcible removal and incarceration of 120,000 people of Japanese descent throughout the West Coast into inland camps. Many of them were U.S. citizens. The event Remember and Resist was held this past Saturday, observing this time in our history. Participants began the day by honoring those who were incarcerated in Puyallup, Washington, in 1942. As the incarceration camps were being built, thousands of Japanese Americans were held in assembly centers until the permanent sites were finished. Panels with all of the names of people registered to live on the fairgrounds in 1942 were featured at the event. My name is Christine Martin. My parents and grandparents on both sides were at Puyallup and went to Minidoka. This is my father's family's number. So this is my father's father, my grandfather, Motoji, my father, Noboru, and his eldest... The community plans a new Puyallup Assembly Center Remembrance Gallery at the State Fairgrounds. Its project manager, Sharon Sobe seymour describes it. Our location is under the historic grandstand. It will be a combination memorial as well as history experience, history lesson. We have to know what we did before as a country and the mistakes that were made, the injustices that were done. They're still going on today. What we're hoping is that what was done then is compared to what is being done now so that it evokes questions that are relevant to all that's going on today. A capital campaign for the Puyallup Assembly Center Remembrance Gallery is underway with hopes for opening in May of 2024. Some of the members of the Japanese-American families who were incarcerated during World War II organized today to shut down the immigration detention centers. This group is Tsuru for Solidarity. Participants of the event moved to Tacoma's Northwest Detention Center next to denounce the incarceration of immigrants alongside La Resistencia, an organization working to end immigrant detention and stop deportations. My name is Stephen Kitajo. I'm here at the Northwest Detention Center today in solidarity with those who are being held inside, much the same way that my ancestors were held in concentration camps during World War II. The conditions that they're being held in and then what they have to endure, the dehumanization of it all, it's unjust. And that's why I'm here. I can see now in hindsight how it affected my grandparents, how they wanted to be American so badly. That was what they had to do to survive. It's imparted a, a sense of a lot of the injustices that we see and that people are experiencing and really highlights how I can do something about it, even if it's just coming out in solidarity, to let people know that they are not alone the way that I think my ancestors would have liked to know that they were not alone, that they had people who believed in, you know, that what was happening to them was wrong and were choosing to speak up about it and do something about it and do it for them and for the people now because I see that, that connection there. Why are you here today? Because there are a lot of people locked up in there in, in horrible conditions and and we're trying to get them to get them out. How old are you? Twelve. What's your name? Yuna Tajiri. 
My name is Matt Fujimoto, and I'm an architect and urban designer. As a younger architect, stumbled into design teams who have the task of planning out these facilities. And I learned very quickly that I didn't want to be a part of those planning efforts. That's when I became an abolitionist. The group gathered as La Resistencia connected with detainees inside the privately run detention center by live video call. On February 1st, La Resistencia reported that over 80 detainees had started a hunger strike with a list of demands including better food quality, linens, access to medical services, and other needs. Over the course of the last couple of weeks, some of the demands are beginning to be addressed, and a number of detainees were updating the group. As of right now, we have seen little changes to the press side. They've, um, they've said that they're going to change the menu within the next three to four weeks. They brought in a string cleaner to do some of the cleaning in the showers to get some of the mold, some of the gunk that's been built up. So that's another plus. They have approved for a janitorial company to put in bids to come and do the cleaning. And they said they're going to do it more than one time a day. So we're waiting to see on that. Also, instead of soy patties, they're going to end up giving us real beef patties. Also, in the menu, we asked for more fruit. And they're going to give us more fruit, more fresh fruit. So that's another big plus. All of this stuff that they have said to us, we're just waiting to see if it really does happen. And we told them we don't want it just to happen for a, a day, a month, or two months. We want longevity. It is uh, good to see you guys out there uh, having that voice for the voiceless. And thank you because this has been a great uh, changes going around in this place because thanks to you guys for the support that you guys are there for us. Thank you so much. Though the group celebrated the improvements, La Resistencia's community organizer Maru Mora Vialpando described what happened to a bill against the Northwest Detention Center. And 20 years ago, city of Tacoma asked for this place to be built here. They were competing with city of Auburn. 20 years ago, they were writing to the Fed saying, yes, bring the detention center here, bring jobs. It doesn't matter what it means to the rest of the community. About 18 years later, we were able to move them and say, no, we don't want this place here anymore. So that's a huge win. And we have moved them, right? We passed HB 1090 that prohibits private detention centers, but we might lose it in the courts next year. We have two bills this legislative session. One of those bills, SB 5270, is to stop the collaboration between the Department of Corrections and ICE. Because we already have legislation that says that we as a state, we should not collaborate with ICE, yet the Department of Correction was excluded from that. Until today, the governor refuses to hold the Department of Corrections accountable. They refuse to engage with us. We tried since early summer to meet with the governor's office, to meet with the Department of Corrections. We gave them the bill draft. And the day before our bill was supposed to be exact out of a committee, and they told us, that they would only move it if we were willing to undo everything that was in there. And we refused, so our bill is dead. 
But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the important lesson here is that we cannot trust Inslee. He doesn't listen to us. Next year, he'll have to listen to us. We're not going to ask. We're going to demand that he works on this. For KBCS, this is Yuko Kadama.